pass from Havili was magic. The shift on for Crotty. Boom, far down you go, Quackett Smith. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that. Yes, boy. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, and enjoy the show. Draft Rugby, the game they play online in heaven. Welcome to episode eight of the Draft Rugby Show. I'm joined by my co-host, my reliable co-host, Nelson. Nelson, how are you? I'm good, mate. This is this has been uh, a bit of work to get to this point, but it's a lot of information. This is really important stuff, so it's exciting. Definitely the best content we've made in the last 24 hours. <clears throat> um, up there. We're going to talk about a couple of things. Quick platform update, how our competition season runs. So it gives you a bit of an idea for those that are kind of new to this kind of thing. And, uh, and we'll be supplying a lot of the uh, info sheets and, and game sheets and things that people need as well. And then we're going to go through, most importantly for the main course, what we predict out of all the information we've had from the trials so far, what the starting teams are going to be <clears throat> for round one of Super Rugby Pacifica. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah, let's get into it. Yes. All right. Well, let me just get the share screen going. So first of all, let's go through, I guess, probably the low point of this podcast before we go any further. Kiwi sides. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and, and that is, of course, what's happening this year. So we're pretty excited that we had a new stats provider on. We had some new detail on our platform um we've been hard in conversation kug has been hard on work working on the platform and despite all the effort we are in a position again where we've decided we don't have the structure on the website to push ahead for 2022 so uh this is not a decision we took very lightly where where despite the the banter now we've had a few days to process uh we're, we're very very disappointed um, but not only are we not going to, going to uh, press ahead with a platform in 2022 in terms of a fantasy playing website that you can use <clears> and play the game, but we're also not going to supply stats either. So that's a, that's a first for us. Yeah, that'll be the first year in four or five years, but the investment even at a, at a new, with a new rate to, uh, to supply the stats when we don't have a platform to try and build, I guess, our, our, our following and try and recoup some costs. It's just just builds up to be too much money. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, fully support the Fantasy Rugby Draft guys. They're good men over there in New Zealand with what they're doing. And I know they had some issues earlier in the year where they were thinking about pulling the pin as well. At one point, they uh, thankfully haven't done that. So we're going to try and support them as much as we can as well. Um, we think that they do some really good work over there. Yep. So the way we're going to do it this year is we're going to sign up. I've, I've already paid for my premium, uh, I think it's 25 New Zealand dollars, which is like $3.40 or something <laughs> Australian. Um, so it, it's nothing really. And for the effort they put in, I guarantee you that means the world to them and uh, and definitely, definitely not even breaking even for them for that. But I've paid for that now, so I get their information, their stats as well. And that's what I'm going to be using for our, our fantasy platform. And I've encouraged all our managers to sign up so they can do their research through there. Um, so that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to still run our offline platform as we have for every year. So we can supply those sheets out to everyone for those that are interested as well. Um, and we'll go through the structures, I think. But we're still going to do all the other content Yep. that we we do every single year and you know if, if not more because we don't you know we don't need to worry about some of this other little stuff so we'll see how we go yeah if anything hopefully <clears throat> it just means the content that we've been putting out on youtube instagram everything else hopefully it's even better this year because we've got a sole focus on i guess the social media side of things you know and and i think 
with Kagi not here, we can confidently say that winning Super Rugby fantasy footy is pretty easy to us. So we can <laughs> <laughs> don't make a lot of focus. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about last year though. Um, so anyway, moving on. The competition, guys, how does it work? So uh, we've had a couple of messages now for people that are interested in getting into fantasy footy, which, geez, we, we highly recommend. Like, if you love rugby, it will make you love it even more. If you hate rugby, it will make you love rugby. We have converted an NRL fan <clears throat> over to Rugby Union from fantasy footy that I managed to rope in a former housemate of mine. So it, uh, it definitely has the ability to just get you fully, fully invested. But, um, Nels, do you, do you want me to go through the competition format or do you want to go through that? Oh, look, I, I mean, I'll touch on it. We haven't we haven't delved into it too much. But what we do is eight-man eight, eight leagues. Yep. Right? So we do a head-to-head battle every single week, and that's going to be uh, automated basically in who you, you're playing each match. Um, and basically it comes down to do you win the match? Do you lose the match? Is there a draw? And we've got bonus points for a win and a loss. Can you remember our bonus points? Yeah, I think if you're within 50 points, you get yep. a losing bonus point. If you score over 450 total for the week, you get a bonus point as well. Yeah, the attacking and the losing bonus points. Um, I would say the the scoring system when you set up on FRD, Fantasy Rugby Draft, they have their classic system. They have their Fox Sports system, <clears> which um, I, I would say is definitely a draft rugby scoring system for the record, but that's okay. We'll work through that. Uh, it's a fantastic system, it which is. is why we're going to use it. It's the best system. And better yet, if, you're a, if you've got Manager Pro on their platform, you can actually change the scores and make your own system as well, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, that's this killing two birds one stone. You're getting the better system, but you're also supporting them yeah. by chipping that money in. So we, we definitely It's a win-win for them, them, really, for the for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, that that's, I guess, the the crux of it. Everyone has to own one player. You go through your initial draft, yep. pick up your team, which is the most important thing. There's no money. You just pick the best yep. players. So you're you're picking a 23-man squad. Yep. So we've got, what, eight position categories? A 22-man squad, sorry, because you don't get two reserve props. Oh, sorry, 22-man squad. So we're doing the eight, eight positions, I think it is. Props, hookers, locks, um, back row, halfback, fly half. Inside backs, outside backs. No, no, not fly half. It's uh, oh, sorry, you know, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, bang on. So twenty two, seven subs. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And then you got one, yeah, one sub for each. Yeah. Whereas the FRD system is different. Uh, again, there's customizable if you sign up for the the pro. But uh, that, that's how we run it. One sub for each position, um, which the numbers work out. You know, last year it wasn't possible with the two new teams. Thankful we can go back to the full twenty two men squad, which is awesome. That's that's our favorite way to play, without a yeah. doubt. Um, the competition format in terms of the rounds, we, we try and mirror Super Rugby ourselves. So we play 18 rounds head-to-head. So you get 18 wins, losses, draws. And then from there, you have your top four and your bottom four. The top four go into a semifinal in line with the quarterfinals and semifinals of Super Rugby Pacifica, where you have restricted teams. So there's a whole new element of trying to make sure you still players in primary positions or even backup players so someone doesn't get a startup, which is Awesome fun to try and screw with people. Yep. And then we have the grand final in line with the grand final of Super Rugby Pacifica, mono e mono, one game every winner takes all. We also do bottom four playoff, bottom two, sorry. Yeah. Playoff for the last place, the wooden spoon. Yes. So we've got an engraved wooden spoon, which is is really great by an ex, ex draft player made made that and that's that's really good hate to be on that wooden spoon but when you're on both trophies that's okay um <laughs> it kind of levels out a little bit doesn't it no um so the bottom two playoff would in the quarterfinals yeah all right they so just, the they, one week matchup yeah no two week no no one week because we don't they don't play the grand final 
Yeah, so they play quarterfinal, semifinal, two weeks head to head to have the final loser. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 So it mirrors the semifinals, the, the yeah. four round yeah. playoff of, of the uh, top four. Yeah. So they get two chances to have the ultimate loser, and whoever comes out on top on a combined score for those two ends up as the uh, the seventh placer, and the lowest score ends up as the wooden spooner. Yeah. Uh, we are, we have punishments for the mm-hmm. regular season loser, the uh, which is a sixty calendar check, for twenty twenty three. Check check our Instagram because there is there is some good highlight little videos and, and it's photos. A throughout save that. story, yeah, that's yeah. right. That is that is some good content. That's what you want to be doing if you're doing a fantasy comp. You need to have a punishment for last place, and boy oh boy, is that fun! We got a lot of attention on that. Oh yeah, just I, I just did it for us, man. I thought it was freaking hilarious. But anyway, so so there's that. Um, that's how our system will work. Like I said, if you want the the Google Sheets and things that were designed for the initial draft, that can kind of formulate it all, or for the actual competition structure as well, we have those sheets. We're happy to share them with anyone that wants to play as well. So the more playing uh, fantasy footy, the better. And we fully support, as we said, FRD. You know, I, I think they're good guys. And uh, if you can get on board and use their platform, start, sign up to them. Definitely. Let's get them going because uh, the more fantasy footy we have, the better. Yep. Now, with that note, what tonight's all about is the main course. So we said we're going to go through, we've had a few trials now, a hell of a lot of injuries. The casualty ward's been out for a few weeks now as well. Um, We want to try and get out the newest um, predicted team lineups for round one of Super Rugby Pacifica. So that's what we're going through here, right? So we're just going to go, uh, I guess, conference by conference, team by team, not necessarily in order of fixtures. And we're going to try and burn through these teams and talk about any main sticking points that people might be surprised by. Yep. So let's kick that off. So look, we'll, I'll, I'll jump straight into the, the Reds. We've got Fayo Fotowaker in number one. Josh Nassar, we'll touch on that a little bit, in number two in the hook, hooking spot. Taniela Tupo, Ryan Smith, and Lucan Salakai-Lotto. That's our type five. Yeah, so I guess the big question there is Josh Nassar. And the reason that we've gone with him is because of the injuries that we actually have to the other two hookers. Our, our first choice is obviously Alex Murphy, followed by Richie Asiata. Um, but they're both out injured. Josh Nasser, uh, Josh Nasser has come across from a prop <clears throat> yep. into that that role as a hooker about 18 months ago. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Murphy, we think, is still struggling with hamstring injuries, been in team rehab all year. Thank you to Michael Atkinson for that scoop. And uh, Richie Asiata broke his arm, gone for surgery now uh, in the first trial. So Nasser, the last man standing, a good quality young hooker, he will be the starter without a doubt. That takes us to the next five. We've got Liam Wright in the sixth jersey, Frazier McWright, and the seven jersey in Harry Wilson at number eight. That is a stacked back row, and we I think that's what we're going with. Tate McDermott in the nine jersey and James O'Connor in the ten jersey. Yep, yep, that's um, pretty straightforward for me. I like that team very, very much. We're going to the back five, the final five. We've got Jordan Pattaya on the left wing, Hunter Paisami at 12, Josh Fluke at 13. Contention there, but we like it. Filippo Dalgunu at the right wing and Jock Campbell fullback. Yeah, and you say contention for the centres. I guess that's that's probably the position that's the most unknown at the moment. I mean, the other option I think that that we think could happen is Hamish Stewart could run out at 12 and keep Hunter Paisami at 13. Yep. I guess our argument is that, number one, again, mm-hmm. Fluke killed it in the trial. He, he looked really, really good, as he always does. Paisami's obviously favourite as at 12 for the Wallabies, and I think it'll do a lot for their for his chances in the uh, international scene if he plays 12 all year. So while Brad Thorne is a big 
fan of uh, of Hamish Stewart, I do see that that's probably the most likely type lineup that we'll see. The only other questions were Pattaya on, on the left wing rather than fullback. Um, we think he will transition and get more game time as the year goes on. Mm. But we uh, personally, I think, especially without um, Vinavalu, who is injured, what's he got injured? Yeah, he's still Hammy again. Hammy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll miss the first couple of weeks, I think. So Jordan Pattaya on the left wing, and I think maybe getting some time, you know, the back end of the game at fullback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vinavalu, four to five weeks, sorry. And, and I should just mention as well, COVID, they've had some COVID run through their their camp. I think that the early guys they got it are looking for medical clearance for the last trial. Hunter Paisami, Tate McDermott, the most recent to get it, so they won't play the last trial. So they'll be looking for medical clearance for round one. So we're kind of banking on the fact that most likely they'll come through. Apparently, they've had no one with serious symptoms. Yep. The Rebels. We've got Cameron Orr at Loosehead Prop, Jordan Ulisi. The prince that was promised. I'll still run with that. Pone <laughs> Fa'amalsili at Tidehead, Matt Phillip and Trevor Hosea in the second row. I suppose if we look at other potentials there, like for me, I think that's clearly your, your first choice there. We've also got Ross Haylett-Petty with some experience, but we see him on the bench. I think that's the starting side. I suppose we've also got Hansen as an option at Hooker, but again, I'm going to go with Ulysses. Yep, yep. And the next block, Rob Liotta, who who obviously uh, established himself on the internal, international stage. Brad Wilkin at seven, we've gone for in the starting jersey. Michael Wells, the El Capitan at eight, so he should get lots of minutes. Joey Powell and Carter Gordon, nine and ten, will kind of resume their, their uh, team uh, cohesion that they had last year at the back end of the season, and we expect them to start for the bulk of the year. Maybe the trickiest thing here is you've also got Richard Hardwick and Josh Kemeny, but that's that's a pretty solid back row for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. The rest of the side, we've got Hodge and Stacey Illy at 12 and 13, which we're going to get to our reasons. Lockie Anderson on the left wing, Ilikena Vidogo at 14, and Andrew Kellaway at 15. Now, this isn't what we originally had, we should say. Yeah. So, look, we, we've shifted Reese Hodge into 12 with Matt Toomua still out with concussions from, you know, back end of last season, which yeah. is, is quite concerning. Yeah, they, they haven't said he's definitely out, I mind you, but I, it, looks it like seems it. like that's what they're yeah, suggesting. Um, the other options, so obviously that that shuffle was then shifted Andrew Kellaway to fullback, Reese Hodge to 12, and then we have to bring in a winger. There's a few options there, but Ilikana Vudogu's got a little bit of um, experience there. So it's either him, we might see Joe Pincus come across from seven, but sevens, probably but I think not. That's, that's not what we're Yeah, doing. and the other option was young, young uh, Tonema yep. who uh, could play in the centre so they don't have to shuffle everyone around. But I guess our feeling was Reese Hodge at 12 outside of Carter Gordon, that experienced head we think is very important to try yep. and take some pressure off him. So that's the way we've gone there. The Waratahs. So we've got Angus Bell, the world's best loose head prop, uh, David Parecki, Harry Johnson Holmes, Jed Holloway coming, making his return and going into the lock, and Max Douglas at that tight head lock position. Yeah, apparently Jed Holloway is calling all the lineouts. So I think, you know, we were a bit hesitant to initially name him in lock, but it sounds like he's taken on a leadership role and will be played there. Yep. Bucky Swinton at six, Charlie Gamble will touch on at seven, Will Harris will probably touch on as well at eight, Jake Gordon and Ben Donaldson. 
Yeah, so some, some, some big contention there, I think, really. I, so Charlie Gamble, first of all, I think um, the question that's been going around at the moment is, you know, where the hell's Michael Hooper? Um, he had a Liz Frank injury that we thought was going to keep him out for the start of the year. We're actually not thinking that that is the reason he's not playing to start now. Actually, in his contract, he's got an extended break. So they're expecting him uh, in roughly round five or six, although they haven't committed to an exact date. So he's obviously a big one. And then the other one is Carlo Tizano, who... I, I think is probably the backup number seven for them as well, but he hasn't played a single minute in the, in the trial. So I, I think, you know, all eyes will be on this last trial, but at the moment, Charlie Gamble looks to have the inside running. For sure. Um, the, the other one, I suppose, is Will Harrison at the number eight jersey. We've got uh, Rybonny Warren Vosayatho as well as a potential option there. So it is hard to pick between the two. Will Harris is younger. He just had a, a real good crack there, I think, in the trial. Has a really good history through under 20s. So it, it's going to be tough for these two, and I do see them sharing minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Donaldson at 10. I think we could probably talk about that now as well. well let's finish out the back line. We'll come back to that. Eh? Yep. So we've got Mark Nwanganidawasi on the left wing, Alalakai Fakedi and Isaiah Parisi in the centres, Alex Newsom on the right wing, and we've gone with James Ram to start at fullback in I'm, the first round. And I know what you're thinking, Alex Newsom. You guys have been hassling him all year. He's, yeah. He is a vice captain. So that's why we've got him at 14. We think he'll start. Um, and then uh, obviously the other question is what to do with uh, Will Harrison, who had such a good year last year before uh, missing a few games in the middle of the season with injury. He did his shoulder in the trial. Yep. Uh, unsure completely if it was an instability issue or an AC joint or just a stinger, but it sounds like he'll miss a couple of weeks, uh, which means we thought it was probably an instability issue, which is yep. about a six-week injury. The, the one thing that Coleman had out of an interview I heard earlier is he wasn't set on that 10 jersey and he was open for whoever, you know, shone in the, the, the trials. So without Will Harrison there, I mean, it's going to probably be Ben Donaldson, Tane Edmund as a backup. Yeah, and the other things to look at, Jamie Roberts, you know, who knows if he gets some starting time. I, I don't think he'll start there, but obviously very experienced and making a big impact. And then Davida Funa has had some good runs through the uh, the trials as well. And there's definitely a wing spot up there. I don't think the Wanganitawasi will have it all his own way, but that's where we've gone for now. Yep. Pushing on to the Western Force, we've got Tommy Robertson at the loose head. Felidi Katu'u, now captain at hooker, so I think he's a shoe-in. Santiago Medrano at tight head. Isaac Rodda and Sidaleki Tamane in our uh, tight five. That's, I mean, that's pretty stable for me. I don't think we see too many other options. Yep. Then we've got... Tamani to share time, obviously, with Thrush. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the other one, Ryan McCauley, got a fair bit of game time, who's young yep. and upcoming as well. So I, I guess some some contention there, but that, that's where we've gone for the experience. I think they'll look for a stable side. Fergus Lee Warner, Kane Kateka and Tim <clears throat> Ancy, six, seven, eight. Now, this is a hard one for us. I think um, we'll kind of change our mind after the last trial because we didn't expect to see Anstey at eight. Maybe it's because of an injury to stand there that we didn't know about it, but I think he did come on off the bench as well. From yeah, memory. I'm pretty sure he did. Look, we've gone Tim Anstey. I think they just needed to add a little bit more punch to their their attack. And yep. I think Tim Anstey brings that in the number eight jersey, plus getting that shout to, to start in the trial. I think he, he's good there. Yeah. Ian Pryor, Rhys John Pasatoa at nine and ten. Yeah, look, I mean, Pasatoa is the, the question mark there, but we didn't see McIntyre trialing um, in that last trial. Pasatoa did look good. He uh, he improved throughout the match, so he's, he's definitely a, a good shout there as well. Centres, we've got Bailey Kunzel and Kyle Godwin. Wings, Manasa Mataele and Tony Pulu. 
And at fullback, we've got gone for Drake, Jake Strawn as well. I think the the contention here maybe is Bailey Kunzel, but he had a standout um, trial at that 12 jersey. Carl Godwin, obviously, we shifted to 13. You've got um, Richard Kahui, who I don't think we saw much of in the trial. No. Um, he's there as well as an experienced elder statesman. And, and Jake Strawn, like, he just seemed to earn that 15 jersey in their eyes throughout the back end of the game, uh, back end of the season, Jack McGregor, you know, fell out of favour, but he's another option at 15. Yep. If we jump across into the Brumbies, we've got James Slipper, Falao Fainga, and Alan Alatoa, Darcy Swain, and Caden Neville. Yeah, big question there is Neville versus Frost. Uh, we want to see Frost. Neville... 32 years old, been around for a long time, big body. I know they like his power behind the scrum, but Frost is just a big unit with so much potential and he's looking huge this year. We think they'll start safe with Neville, but uh, Frost <coughs> is the other option. And, of course, they then have Tom Hooper, who uh, played very well on the trials as a big boy as well. Yep. We've got Pete Samu at six, Jerome Brown hopefully asserting himself at seven with some backup there. Rob Valentini, Nick White, and Noah Lolasio with no backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely the nine and ten. Uh, and then for the rest of the team, we've got Andy Muirhead, left wing, Ira Simone at 12, Len Ikatau, Tommy Wright, and Tommy Banks. Yeah. How you with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's um that's that's my go-to team without a doubt for sure. The Fijian Drua. Now, this is probably the hardest team out of the entire lot to try and pick, to be honest. Uh, we're going to stick with a lot of the things that we already picked. Um, first of all, we're going to go with Manasa Salo at loose head prop, Mesulami Dolokoto at hooker. We're going to go for Aluia Lakepa at tight head prop, Rarasia at four, Thuriki Devita at five. Thuriki Indaveta? Yeah. That's a, we've got some tricky names here. Uh, Rastu Meli Derenalangi. I think everyone's been hanging out. Weapon. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Nasove at seven. And, of course, Namani Nagusa, the captain at number eight, should be playing lots and lots of minutes. So I guess there's not a player that we can be more confident about there. Yeah. Uh, Volley has had a breakout season in the last year or so with the Fijian side. I, I think he's a shoe-in as well there. And Baden Kerr, there is some... Uh, there is some competition for that 10 jersey, but I think his main competition now. So. Well, we've got uh, Teddy Taylor who's out injured. How long has he gone for? He's in a Achilles rupture. So it, it was a long time ago. So yeah. I think he's actually a chance for the start of the season. They haven't said definitely one or one way or the other. So if he is fit, I thought he was probably their first choice. But we've also uh, got uh, Napoleone, Napoleone and Bolatha as an option who can cover 15 and 10. Yeah, they've got a few guys that they, they see as. Uh, as versatile players that can start in. But, you know, I, I know that Mick Byrne did at one stage describe them as the younger teams, the ones that need a bit more developing, despite them not being incredibly young in age. So I don't really see that they're probably going to be picked over the likes of Baden Gur, who they've called in yeah. as the experienced head. So we think that's the most likely starting position there. Definitely. Now, there's so much debate we had on this one, but we, we've gone Vularica at, um, at 12. We've gone Nasuko at 13. We've gone... Rotave and Ratava, uh, Rafu, uh, sorry, I, I, I was ready for the other name that was so excited <laughs> to say. Celestino, Ravu Tamara at 13, at 14, and Balafa, as we mentioned, at 15 as well, who could play anywhere across the back line. Now, we've changed this, right? We have. Look, I think we had, um, who, who do we have as the other right wing? Sorry. Um, 
originally we we made a late change a rubber actually did very very well throughout the trials he's obviously a big name coming across from league not a big name in lots of experience but big name in terms of his talent yeah. and we got kitioni taliga as well as the right wing i mean if you watch their social medias that step yeah <laughs> man, i, I thought that that's like surely that step alone gets him a start look it, it's hard to pick between these two but robert apparently was just absolutely everywhere and really really pivotal for them throughout that trial yeah, yeah. the crusaders man, i'm happy to do these guys joe moody cody taylor and ollie yeager as the the front three semi whitelock scott barrett you might ask who are they they're pretty good footy players they are pretty solid, yeah. We've got Ethan Blackadder, Tom Christie, Pablo Matera. That back row definitely could be subject to some change. Mitch Drummond and then Fergus Burke with a little asterisk. We'll touch on that. Yep. Uh, Pablo Matera, number eight. I think we've just gone with that because of the trial. And we think maybe Callan Grace in 2021 didn't have the breakout year that he had in 2020. Blackadder did. Tom Christie, I think, is seen as the workhorse that will probably get a lot of game time no matter what's going on around him. Originally, we thought he might just get dropped out, but I think they like that stable seven as the man that can kind of anchor the rest of the team. Most important position on the field. Definitely not. Uh, And obviously, Richie Moe not in the side for the first few weeks is the suspicion at the moment, so that's where Fergus Burke comes in. We've got Lester Fanga Anuku on the left wing, David Havili at 12, Braden NR13, Severis and Will Jordan to round outside. Yeah, and, and obviously the man left out that we've, we've <laughs> left out is George Bridge, and that's just because we've gone off what they did last year. And I don't think he was actually favoured over Lester Fanga Anuku last year. He seemed to usurp Bridge. Um, we think it's going to be more of the same, despite the All Black selections. I, I think that's just their strongest side and what they'll probably be favoured to do. Josh Goodhue still coming back from his ACL injury as well, so that's why he is not in that side. Yep. The Highlanders, you've got Ethan DeGroote, the young gun coming through at Loosehead. Liam Coltman at Hooker, obviously got some stiff competition there, and Josh Honick at the tight head prop. Uh, we've got Manaki, Selby Rickett, and Josh Dickinson at Dixon, rather. Dickinson. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, Read some Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> at, at number five, Locke. And obviously, he's got a little bit of competition his, his well, he, himself as well from Bryn, uh, Bryn Evans. Yes. So, Bryn Evans also, I mean, looking at the props, props they've got Jermaine Ainsley in the squad. They've got uh, Josh Honeck, who could, well, get some good game time. Dan Leonard-Brown. Sorry, Josh Honeck starting. Dan Leonard-Brown as well. And um, Aiden Johnson. Yeah, plenty of options, but that's yeah. what we've gone with. Uh, we went Selby Rickett just because Bryn Evans didn't play in that first trial. They said they were managing his workload. Um, so maybe that means he's still going to be the favoured man there, but another year older, Selby Rickett, another year of development. Uh, I think round one, that's probably the most likely thing to happen. And we really want to see Marino Michele too. Yeah, this is an excited one for me. Sorry to jump ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> too excited. Too excited. Shannon Frizzell, James Lynches, and Marino Michele Tu'u in the loose forwards. We're being on the uh, Evergreen, Aaron Smith, and Mitch Hunt at nine and ten. I think we're probably, probably pretty self-explanatory. Um, Nels, come on then. You can you can round out what you're talking about. Oh, look, I mean, Marina Mekiela, too, a couple of years ago was just an absolute weapon. So didn't have the year last year that we, we would have all hoped. A few, few little things disrupted that, but we think he will be back ready and rearing. We've also got Gareth Evans in the back row. So that's, you know, Hugh Renton, Gareth Evans, a few names that could be thrown up there. Billy Harmon is injured, so uh, he's also ruled out for that seven jersey. 
Yeah, you love calling out the Sevens jersey, don't you? It is. It's the most important. <laughs> sevens. Um, like they're, they're so good that there's two of them on the field. It seems like it. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Ungermay Jensen at 12 and uh, Nani Punavai at 13. Again, we'll get to that one. Scott Gregory, we've now shifted out of the inside centre jersey and our starting side to the left wing and Moses Dawai at 14 with Sammy Gilbert at 15. We've got lots of injuries here. So we've got... So many injuries. Nareki, is he full season or close to full it? Full season. Full season. We've got Sierra Tompkinson. Full season. <laughs> That's horrible. Connor Garden Bashup, thankfully only one week. Yeah, with his wrist injury. We've got Alamalo, who is also taking some more time this year. For personal reasons, still has a brilliant name and is a weapon. Uh, wishing him well. Hopefully we get to see him. Yep. And we've got Fatuli Payer at uh, the centre's yeah. Payer. Sorry. Yeah. So he hurt his arm or shoulder. We're not sure exactly what it was. But that shifts the centres around a little bit. Also, yeah, we, we did have him starting in the outside centre jersey. Also, Scott Gregory could cover that 12. He's just going to be on the paddock is basically what they've said. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is probably the, mo- the least destructive way they can solve that problem. Yep. We jump across to the Blues. We've got Alex Hodgman, Kurt Eklund, and Nepo Laulala in the front row. Tom Robinson, Big Souse at number four, and Josh Goodhue in the number five jersey. Yeah, love it. We've got a weapon of an just absolutely exciting super rugby fantasy footy back row. Akira Yuwani, Dalton Papali'i, and Hoskins Satutu. We've also got Finlay Christie and, for round one, Harry Plummer. Yeah, so Bowden Barrett uh, will miss round one with concussion. Still coming back. I think they said he started doing some high-intensity running. So if you look at the return to play protocols, he's got to basically still get through contact yep. and then he should be playing. But they've ruled him out for at least round one so that there's no pressure on him to try and get back that early. This is a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. But Plummer, I think he started the first of the trials and Perifeta yeah. played some 15 and some 10. So I think that's why we're leaning that way. Yep. For our final five, we've got Caleb Clark on the left wing, Roger Tuavasa Shek at inside centre. We debate this a little bit, but this is how I definitely see it. Rico Yuwani at 13, Mark Talea in the right wing, and another really exciting player, Zahn Sullivan at fullback. Yeah, and, and I think Roger Tuavasa Shek, look, I thought his main competition was going to come from Harry Plummer and maybe Tanielu Talea. Plummer is 10, I think. So I, I don't think anymore that that's a, a risk. And then beyond that, I think uh, seeing Talea used at 13 means that he's less likely to shift in within a week or two to the inside centre role as well. So starting to shore up two of us chances in round one. I'll still disagree just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be wrong sometimes, though. Yeah, that's right. It has to happen one day. The Hurricanes. So Xavier Numea. Asafo Amua and Tyrell, I, I really wanted to say Amua, sorry. Tyrell. Yeah, Tyrell Lomax. I was still reeling over the fact that I didn't pronounce Amua like I wanted yeah. to. Um, James Blackwell, Scott Scrafton in the locks. So obviously the, the one there is Dankos. Dankos, Asafo Amua are going to share lots of game time as they did last year, but we think there's a, a slow funneling into more game time for our Mua. More than that, just Coles is just more likely to have more rest from the All Blacks. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so but, game one, I think Amua is more likely. Yeah, but they will rotate. And the other name that I had was Dominic Bird that obviously came across. And he's, uh, injured. he's injured at the moment as well. So yeah. uh, obviously Blackwell's draft and safe hands for them. Yeah, experience too. 
Reed Princip, Duplessis Carifi, and Artie Sevilla, 678. Now, the other option is Devin Flanders at number six. Uh, I think we both want to see it. Princip, yeah. we, we saw he was like top five for their, one of their long distance fitness challenges, which is outrageous for a big man like that. Yeah. And he's a workhorse of a player. So he's fit and he's the captain of Canterbury as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to argue that he probably will be the starting six. Yeah. Uh, we've got TJ Perinara straight back in this year to the starting nine jersey with Jackson Garden Bashup at 10. And the, the one thing that suits um, Karifi here is he wears yellow and he gets yellow cards a lot. So another transition, we'd love to see Sevilla back in that seven jersey. Probably not going to happen with EOC coming at eight. Yeah, EOC was really good in the trial as yeah. well. Peter Omanga Jensen and Billy Proctor as the 12 and 13. Again, Omanga Jensen I thought was uh, impressive in the trial. Celestia Rayasi equally still got the goods. Julian Sevilla, a trimmed down version, the fittest he's ever been on his Bronco. Yep. He's had a PB. And Geordie Barrett. Obviously, there's a bit of competition there. The guys that I would put up is Wes Huyson. Yes. Um, obviously going to be in a tight contest with Julian Sabia and Ruben Love as well. I think he will probably play a bit of 15, a bit of 10. And you right. never know, he may even get a run in round one if they want to rest Barrett early. Yeah, and look, he'd be great in that 22 jersey and hopefully usurping Garden Basher because he's just a very exciting, very fit, very quick player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Excited to see more. Don't, don't get me wrong, Garden Basher, we've, we've poo-pooed a little bit, but he has been very good at provincial, provincial level, so he does deserve some time there. Yeah. We go across to the Moana Pacifica side. We've just we've started with Isi Tuumafasi, Ray Nuia, and Sakopi Kepu, who is their captain. Mike McKee and Sam Slade, who is actually a six slash lock as well. Yeah, it seems like everyone's warming to this idea of Slade just playing lock all year. <laughs> we started that. Uh, yeah, we can go with that. That's yeah. fine. Uh, this has changed a little bit for us, but we've got Jack Lamb at six, who can cover pretty much the whole back row. Lamanda Motunga and the seven jersey, and Henry Stowers at number eight. Erianari and linking up with his teammate Lincoln McClutchy at 19. I thought you were going to say Lincoln up. Lincoln um, up, that's good. <laughs> uh, so Jack Lamb shifted across to number six. We know that he can play a bit more six and eight. Um, and uh, Alamanda Matunga sorry, has uh, had a very good preseason, some good provincial rugby seasons in New Zealand as well. So we think, you know, Lamb didn't really trial early on and uh, there's going to be some competition there with Sione Tupelotu as well. That's the team that we've gone with. Yep. We're going to the centres. We've got Henry Teafu, who, again, that's up for contention, but we like him. Levi Almua in the 13 jersey. Timothy Tavatavanawai. Um, and team up for Inga Anuku on the other wing and Lolagi Visania at fullback. Yeah, so centers, I think Danny Tawala got a start um, for their trial over, over Henry Tafu. I don't know if you can call it over, but it looked like they were trying to give their, some experience to their first side. So Tawala could definitely start. And Christian Leila Lafano only got one third at the back end. So I think maybe he's <clears> going to take more of a mentoring role and they're going to use that combination from the Magpies to try and get some early cohesion. That's, that's how I read into it anyway. Definitely maybe we're reading in too much. Yep. Uh, the wing's very, very hard to pick. I mean, in the end, actually, they use Naraya Fomai, they use Anzello Tutavuki um, for a lot of their wing time. They're probably the next two off the, the cab off the ranks. And William Havili started the first and second, third as well in the trial. So at fullbacks with with no time for Vicinia. So I don't know if he's injured or resting yeah. or what's going on there but with the lack of information we're going to try and stay true to what we think is the best side either there. way they have some serious attacking weapons yeah absolutely yeah players to watch 
the chefs. So we've got Aiden Ross, Samasoni Takayaho, Angus Ta'aval for our front row. We're going to go Brody Retallick and Tupo Bai and the locks. Obviously, the other option is, I mean, Retallick, we're thinking, could be missing round one coming in. I mean, that, that's that's the chat, but I think it's just chat. I think if he's just chat. I think a lot of the All Blacks, you could see them do what they've done in the past, are playing 40 minutes and then subbing off in the yeah. first game. But you don't know they start that 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, the last few years, that's what they've done. The, the person that might fill in there, if he doesn't start, is Josh Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and if we keep pushing on, we got Peter Gus Sawakula at six. Sam Kane should play every minute this year at seven, and <clears> Luke <throat> Jacobson at eight. I've then got Brady Weber at nine with Josh Ioane straight in at the ten. Steer the ship this year. Look, you good thing. We've seen people say bring Gatlin to start, and look, other than Daddy Favors, Josh Ioane should be the one starting at ten. I mean, they've dropped the uh, Daddy Gatlin from head coach role, yeah, and they're going to drop Bring Gatlin from the starting team. <laughs> <laughs> We'll start a bit, con- bit controversial, I know. Yeah, yeah. Look, exactly. the, the other talk is obviously is, is Sam Penny for now, maybe not obviously uh, very good, but I think Peter Gass has been a long-serving rock for them as well in this back row. Yeah, definitely. I've got Quinta Pyre, Anton Leonard-Brown, I think, basically picked themselves at 12 and 13. The only thing that might get in the way of that is All Blacks rests. Atene Nanai Saturo, Jonah Lowe, and Chase Tiatia for the outside backs as well. The other people we can probably throw in there, Sean Stevenson, maybe to cover the right wing there. The other one is Imani Narawa, who had a very good trial, looking very, very promising. And I'm I'm putting my money, we're going to see him get some starts. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, he's he can play fullback or wing right as well. And look, the other person that we didn't we didn't talk about, who we really should, is Caleb Trask, who yep. I think played the bulk of the time at fifteen last year. Yeah, when we still had Chase Tiatia in the side, um, Chase Tiatia again looked good in the trial, um, and I just think that maybe the the balance they had of Gatland and Trask playing ten and fifteen, if Joshua is starting, Chase Tiatia is probably that better, more damaging runner and can play a bit of distributor as well. Maybe we want to touch on Alex Nankervell as well, but look, we see Papaya as the one who's usurped him, yeah. um, but Nankervell is a very promising centre and might get some game time there. Yeah. And look, that's all the team lineups for round one. We're going low-cal because we've had way too much dessert and <laughs> wine already tonight. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. And I think the last podcast that we're going to put out before the season starts this year is going to be our draft podcast. So we'll try and get some content content out as soon as we can about our top picks and that kind of thing for uh, fantasy footy this year. Yep. Hooroo.